Hey, Sue. All right, let's go. Starting to worry there for a minute. Yeah, I didn't hear me. Let me get uh, Bob in here. Okay, headphones. Oh, there. Is Bob here? I don't know. He was in Skype a little bit ago, posting, but I have not seen him. I'm sure he's around though. Yeah. Hi, kiddo. Are you talking to Ella? I am. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she's making sounds. She's eating. Loud. <laughs> Hey, what can we do? I mean, shush. She had shots on Monday, and oh, she's not herself. She just hasn't. Yeah, she hasn't been herself since then. So she needs the cuddles tonight. I have a brand new router. So excited! Woo-hoo. But you have the same internet, correct? Yes, but you guys can say she said that she came across as rather dolky to me. But hey, that's just me. <laughs> well, I didn't get it put together because I only had ten minutes. Well, I- now, why do you need? Why do you need the new router? Because they've discontinued the router I have. And what was wrong with the old one? The computer says I have full internet. The bars, you know, the little yes. that has the bars. Yes. Says I have full internet, but Facebook and nothing will work. Like ten minutes out of every hour. All right. Just, so then I have to turn off the internet and turn the internet back on, and then I can go on my merry way for a while. When you say you turn off the internet, do you turn off the router? I just turn off the internet on the computer. All right. Like the, the Wi-Fi? But it's, it's the router. The router's just, it's cutting in and out. We're sure it's the router. Well, no, but we're going to okay. try, and they sent me a new one for free. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Overnight for $33 and didn't charge me for that. Oh, so sure. What the hell? Let's try it. Okay. We're going to try, but I just, I didn't have enough time to put it together. Okay. Is Scott coming tonight? As far as I know. He, I added him and he, he no show up. He's not home yet. Okay, so we're, we're he'll right. join us when he gets here. Okay, it's gonna be one of those nights. I can tell right now. <sighs> Shall I go ahead and add the audio to the live stream? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Greetings, live chat. Welcome, live chat, and on behalf Hello. of all of us, may I say, bah humbug to you. To the bah live humbug. chat. This is just—I don't know why, but the, the, the live chat has been sitting here very patiently for fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes for that bah humbug. Show up. Just they have saying, I'm, but I'm just saying. I feel like most people today are in a bah humbug type mood, just from my personal experience. Mm-hmm. Not including Sue. Sue has a new router. I have a new router. But like, but everyone seems to be having just a little bit of an off day today. A buddy of mine's having an off day. Danielle's mom's having an off day. Ella, the heir to the estate, having an off day. Mm. Uh, various Pavlanians Pof- I've been speaking to, Mooney. off day. Why do you think you hate her now? Why do I hate Mooney? Because you bah humbugged. I bah humbugged. Mooney, all I can say, go read the book. You'll feel better. Aww. I actually, it's funny today, because I actually added a lot of um, new friends to Goodreads, because I felt like it was becoming the Mooney list. <laughs> Because Mooney was my only active friend. I'm like, I should branch out, get some more people on here. So I added some more people. She has to grade papers. She does. I saw that. She must be sad. So, Bob, how are you? Uh, doing all right. I'm trying to uh, mess with the Sims here, making sure everything's functioning properly. Is there a fire? No, I mean, the, the Sims themselves are trying to kill themselves as usual. I'm talking about, like, the actual game. Oh, the game. So if you're listening to this on the iTunes feed or one of the other um, podcasts, Podcast catcher feeds? I don't know why that was so hard to say. Uh, you really want to listen to the live stream whenever possible when we record these. You want to join the Popo Facebook group and, 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 and tune in when we record these. Because I find I'm now officially slower at uploading them once they're done. So 
If you'd like to listen to these in a reasonable manner, you might want to just listen live. Yeah, I was going to say, and also just uh, a, a point of interest, um, there is video on demand for these episodes uh, on Twitch for about roughly like two or three days. So even if you're not able to make, make the actual live uh, session, if you will, you can go back and watch on Twitch with, actually they've now just in- implemented the actual chat, uh, a chat replay. So any, for those of you who are in chat, you're technically now being recorded too. So everything you say will be used against you in a court of law. Just warning you. It really um, will. It will be. And so uh, you, you can still partake in all the live streamy goodness, except for the interactive part, uh, on Twitch for about one or two days after you live stream, in case if you can't wait for Ryan or Sue to upload podcast feed. So. Well, I was hoping to get the last episode out before this one was recorded, and then what happened was Ella needed a vaccination. And we, we, we had her, you know, vaccinated and she did the little lower lip quiver where it takes half an hour to reach full quiver. And you're just staring at her like, no, 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 no. Everything's good. Everything's good. Look, a sock puppet. And she, like, the, the quiver gets worse and worse and worse. So basically we can't put her down. If we put her down, it's not good. I can't podcast or edit one handed. I don't know. I'm pretty proficient in record and in, in editing with one hand. All you need is the mouse. Well, I'll ship you the kid because this is not working too well for me. So, <laughs> if you instead of saying ship me the audio, you I'll ship you the I'll ship you the. I was going to say that that's a little interesting. She just gave Danielle this horrified, big-eyed look, and she's like twisting around to look at me, and her arms are going up. Oh, this is not good. This is bad. Quick, a sock puppet. No. Oh, good? Okay. So if you want to know who wins the New Hampshire primary, tune in, because we will get that episode recorded. Well, it's recorded, but we'll get it edited. (laughs) The New Hampshire primary. (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll have it by by President Trump's inauguration at the... the Do we have have any elections today? Uh, I thought we we had... I think it's Tuesday. It's not Tuesday, it's Wednesday. Well, Nevada was yesterday. Well, they all have different... They, one of them had on Saturday. They're on Saturday, yeah. And I believe, it might be Saturday this time, too, the uh, Nevada, uh, not the Nevada, the South Carolina primary for the Democrats is coming up. And yes, for those of you wondering what that odd tone was, that was Sue commenting on our Facebook page. Thank you, Sue. Uh, I don't know what you're posting, and I just skipped the oh. thing. Yay. Sue, damn. Oh, yeah. I, Cora said our topic should be not to kill Tora, not to kill Cora, and I was asking her why we were going to kill her. Tora? Or shooting her. Do not shoot. Cora said your topic tonight should be do not shoot Cora. The toy text, the Torah. That's going to go over well for yes. listeners. Oh, yeah. Julia will be. Will have something to say about that. Mazel tov. Exactly. So we are waiting on Scott before we officially decide to start this, uh, this trade wreck. Do we know where Scott <laughs> is? Do we ever know where Scott is? Should we start the episodes and then join? Scott can join already in progress. Can that be a thing? I guess. You can do that. Um, then I won't be able to make money. You didn't kidnap him, did you, Sue? Yeah, yeah let's talk oh, about I your... I home. I was good. Now, how many times did you loot the airport? I can't talk about that without Scott. You gotta wait for Scott for that. You gotta wait for uh, Scott. Okay, so we're not... Oh, so, okay. Well, no. Here you go. So, I drove us into Portland three days in a row mm-hmm. to go to the to the con. I We went out to the TARDIS room for lunch. But we'll get to that. And, uh... I took him to Voodoo Donuts, and then as we go to go to the airport, and we have very limited time because I had to work in the morning, I merrily went right past the 
turn that I needed to make to take him to the airport and kept going into Portland like I was going back to the con. So we had to make a frantic U-turn and and make up for lost time. Uh-oh. That's never a good thing, so. But I, I did get him there without having to circle the airport. I mean, we are we sure it's not just Scott? <laughs> it might be Scott. No, it was my fault. I was just on autopilot. That's... No, the the podcast or the the thing. The I was just mentally on autopilot. Okay, not the podcast that, that not the reviews podcast that pilot no episodes. No longer of. is putting out new episodes. I've already listened to everything on there. So. Do you ever feel like we're the only ones who still are putting out new episodes? Well, you know, Pottercast and Mugglecast both put out a new episode last week. Well, it's been six years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ooh, not book yet. Really, kind of book, but not book. Book screenplays. The book, book. Can I just say how much of an idiot I feel like my um, my cell phone case and Danielle's cell phone ki- case is um, by the company Twelve South. It's called the book, book. And every time like someone says, "What's this?" I'm like, "It's my book, book." And like a bitch was P.S. in the back of my mind, "It's a boat, boat." boat I just boat. feel like an idiot. I thought that was Mike who said boat, boat. Was it? Was it P.S.? I can't remember. I was now. thinking about Mike this morning. It's weird. It's like. Mike. I chat with Mike every once in a while just to keep my hand in. How is Mike? Last I spoke to him, he was doing very well. That strange little man. <laughs> no, he's a strange big man. He is a strange mm-hmm. big man. I was going to say, you actually have contact with Mike? I do. I have Skype. She's kind of... You know what it's like? Remember before we had diplomatic relations with Cuba and, like, if we needed to call Cuba, we had to, like, go through Canada to, like, route the call? <laughs> like, that's kind of like what Sue does. <laughs> Sue's so like the party that talks to everybody. We can go through Sue. So. We can't go through, so. we can't go through so. so. I feel like we're 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 letting our listeners down. We make them wait for fifteen minutes and then we say we can't talk about anything until Scott gets here. Until Scott well, gets yeah, here. We can start and Scott will join us when he Oh wait, I have a message from Scott. Oh no I don't. Never mind. Why are you lying to us? Because when I stood up to move my chair, a message came up, and I thought it was from Scott, but it was really from Mooney. I couldn't read the Has she read a book since we've last spoken to Mooney? She, I don't know how she reads so many. It's freaky. I need to talk to her about the book she's supposed to be reading because Scott's done with it and I'm done with it, and I need to find out if she's done with it. What so book is that? Book. Don't make me say it. I can't say it. Oh, the one you, the one we talked about last time. Eco. Yeah. Something. Yeah. I don't know how to say that word. I'm reading like books like out of my comfort zone, but I'm not sure if if that's exactly where I would probably go next. Probably not. I think I need to go back to my comfort zone for a while mm-hmm. and like venture out. I just started, Scott, uh, Bob will know this one. Oh, I'm, I lo- I'm loving the router. I'm I lo- just started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have the router working. I, would, I don't think the router does what you think it does, though, if you're counting on the router to save us. Well, I, I think it'll help a little bit. But you have the slowest internet in the world feeding into this pipe, and you're like, I'll change the router. It'll be great. <laughs> not the slowest internet in the world. I've been on slower internet. It's I'm not dial-up. It's it's a step ahead of that. Not really, though, is it? <laughs> I'm not being rude at all. It's not really that far above dial-up. All right, but Office Who's, Office Who's internet. So, uh, yeah. I don't remember what I was saying now, so. Oh, my work here is mm. apparently done then. <laughs> Danielle has that look about it like she wants to take a nap. This is not going to work well. These poor listeners, they still listen after I, all these years. I need a nap. Oh, this is going great. <laughs> I, I'm actually excited that I am relatively healthy because a whole bunch of the Critical Role people are too ill to actually do their podcast tomorrow night. So. I don't know. 
There we go. Oh, no cockroaches. No, no cockroaches for Mike. Uh, oh, I was. I'm reading. Um, Are you talking to Mike in real time? No, Mooney's Mo- Mooney is posting about cockroaches in the chat. Okay, well, but okay, I'm not sure why. And but... Since I'm supposed to, because Mike didn't like cockroaches. I, I recall, yeah. So that's why. Uh, Tale of Tallest Rabbit, Bob. That's what I'm reading. You should know that one. Tale, yeah. Tale of the Tallest no, Rabbit. No, you don't. It's no. written by Rodrigo from Critical Hit. Oh, okay. No, because I feel like we can just insert the intro anywhere because we're this is just kind of well, like a no, no, nebulous no. mass we of a podcast. We can't do that. All right, do not do that, Ryan. Well, we have to have that proper intro. Well, then intro us, Bob. All right, and with that, let's start this week's episode of Point of View Weekly. Wake up to the smell of this horrific episode of Point of View Weekly, Poovoinians. This is Point of View Weekly. The morning show, yet not really morning show, a part of the Potterfic Weekly family of podcasts. I'm your host, Bob, and I am here at the Table of Awesome with some of my closest of friends, starting with my biffle, Ryan. Ryan, how are we doing today? I feel like I'm doing very well, Bob, because I don't text you anymore until it's like... 10 o'clock my time, because my thought is, it's 7. Why wouldn't Bob be up? <laughs> hey, you sound like Trinket! What? Huh? <laughs> You're making way too many Critical Role references here, Sue. <laughs> Not any, like, you, I'm Scott, sorry. and I-ish watch that show. And, yeah. Anyway. Uh, no, because the thing is... I'm, you know... Oh, and by the way... uh According to Skype, Mike is available at the moment. Just to throw that out there. Oh my god, could you imagine that? You want ratings? Let's get him in here. No, we don't need ratings. <laughs> as much as we need to introduce our next host, which would be the only woman on the face of the planet who could ever stand being married to Ryan, it's Danielle. Danielle, how are we doing? <laughs> pretty good, Bob. A little tired, but pretty good. You are very tired right now. I was going to say, this is the first I think I've heard Danielle in this I have to ask, because it's an audio medium, why so tired today of all days this week? Seriously? I'm saying this week, because you you got up late, you slept until 4.30. Huh? You slept until 4.30 this morning. Well, you did go to bed at 2. Don't even talk to me. Don't, no. Yeah, we went to bed at 2. You got around 4.30. (sighs) We we fed the the heir to the estate. We? No, no, I. No, 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 because here's the deal. All I'm saying is, I didn't know really what tired was until I had a kid. But here's the thing, though. I've been asking yeah. you for weeks, leave me a bottle, I'll feed the child during the inopportune times. And you pull a Richard and say, Yeah, no! because at one in the morning when you have to work, you're not going to feed her. I will Come feed on. her. Just stop. I will feed her. Just stop. I will feed her. She's, look, she's drinking right now. She's, yeah, it's all hanging out here. Proclaims. <laughs> Just a tiny bit. Swallow softly, Ella. All right. So, and Ella says, um, she's... Ella's doing that thing, it's cute, it's like when you fall asleep at a restaurant. That's kind of what she does all the time now, so we're enjoying it. Speaking of swallowing um. <laughs> softly. <laughs> oh. oh, sorry. No, speaking of our other co-host, uh, actually <clears throat> is on his way, hopefully, we don't know. He may have gotten attacked by a giant maple syrup tree monster, and he's stuck somewhere. Anywho. Wow. You had to get that maple in somehow. I had to, because I, I, you know, it's been over two weeks, and I haven't had my bi-monthly maple reference, and yeah. I'll make another one when it gets here. I'm just, spoiler alert. Uh, no. But finally, we have our lovely producer, Sue. Sue, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing very well, thank you. It is actually sunny here. Yeah, it is beautiful weather here. Not gonna lie. It's like 43 yeah. degrees. It's it, gonna rain here. It just dropped to 39. <laughs> My God, it dropped four degrees yeah, in like four seconds. It's gonna, it's gonna rain. 
There was a lot of puddles. Yeah. I have to use the seat warmers Very in my car. Is this ringing day. the bell to anyone here? Yeah, so it's, yeah. No. Seat warmers? I don't know what that is. Yeah, we have seat warmers. They're, they're lovely. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, we have seat warmers, but it's kind of pointless in Fresno. <laughs> Never that cold. You need seat no. coolers. Yeah, I know that. Oh, that'd be so nice. Um, no, that's that's black leather interior in the wintertime. That's mm. your seat yeah. Like that's mm-hmm. what you don't want it to be cool, but oh well. Anyway, so I kind of want to touch on something that Ryan brought up before I felt the need to cut off Ryan before he continued to monologue. Sounds so, right. So I'll say how I'm doing for the week, if you will. Uh, the funny thing is, is it's like lately, because I, for those of you who don't know, one of the main reasons why we usually podcast, like say, on Tuesday or Wednesdays is because I usually close at my uh, my workplace, uh, which is until midnight. Oh, uh, yuck. Yeah, yeah. Most nights out of the week, like this week, I, I close four nights at midnight. And so so when Ryan texts me at 7 o'clock in the morning expecting me to be up, because I, I get home, okay, I'm off at midnight, so I don't get home until about 12, 15-ish, and then I don't get to sleep until usually about like one thirty or 2, just because, you know, who you live. You can't go to sleep. You, and, yeah, yeah, you can't go to sleep right when you get home. So that's why I always like, I always laugh at Ryan when I see these texts like at 7 o'clock in the morning, like, good morning. I'm like, I'm asleep, you asshole. No, I'm joking. <laughs> it's, it's always nice to see the, the Ryan text because lately it used to be pretty frequent, but now it's like literally like the Monday before on the weeks that we're supposed to podcast. Where is it? And we know the next question is going to be, so when can you podcast this week? Because <laughs> we haven't ca- talked about it before now. And, you know, we should probably figure it out, especially if it ends up being, oh, I don't know, tomorrow. Well, the best thing is usually if if it's too early in the morning for me, there's a chance you haven't even gone to bed yet. So I know you're up. So we can kind of That's true. work those yeah, times. I mean, if we sleep to five in the morning, it's it, we're very lucky. I have never seen you this tired. That's what I'm saying today. Of all days... In the last four months, this is the most tired you've been. Yeah, sometimes it just catches up and yeah. you just hit a wall. Like, you weren't this tired when you had the baby. Oh, stop. Yes, I was. No, you weren't. Well, just for you you all's F- FYI, PFW is no longer recording on Monday nights. So if we need a Monday night, we can do that. Alex, please don't hang up on them. <laughs> <laughs> well, feel- hang up on Sue. We should probably call back Sue and Scott because Scott apparently is here. Scott is here. Yay! Scott has arrived, and Ryan ejected him, so we'll need to get him back. Okay, you make it sound so bad. Fault, Ryan. It if is. you don't eject him, then he can just automatically join us, and he doesn't. he's got that magic button. It doesn't just ring and ring and ring and ring and ring and ring and ring? I think it stops after a minute or two. No, I didn't know we had the technology for that. We, we apparently do. I feel like the, the it's just collapsing our audio standards. We have Alex on the, on the keyboard. We have Ella slurping in the background. I think it's just funny. Usually Bob's dogs are barking. Yeah. Not today, though. No, it's because she's not here. She she is off on a play date. Aw. Notice I call Scott nothing. Well, give him a minute. I'm just saying he said he's online. I'm not saying he's actually... It usually takes him a minute or two for the computer, for Skype to boot up. Well, then he's very polite, so I was about to say he wouldn't interrupt unless we... How are we doing, Scott? I was about to answer and then realized I didn't have my headphones plugged in. That would do it. That would have been awkward. That would have been awkward. Mm-hmm. Now, just so we can adjust our night, Scott, right back to you in a second. Bob, have you watched The Walking Dead on AMC? I have been watching The Walking Dead. Okay, I have. I love how you say the network. Well, that's how they always say, the, the, the Walking Dead on AMC. Or the AMC's Walking Dead. Yes. In case you get confused with the comic books. But anyway. This is true. Um, yes, I have. Um, not my shown is the Flash. Holy shit! If you've been watching the Flash, but anyway, I won't spoil anybody. Um, but anyway, back to the Walking Dead. Um, 
The season opener was amazing. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, I'm glad Sam's dead. A zombie should have killed him ages ago. I enjoyed watching zombies eat him because I hate him. So well, that much. was bad, bad parenting because the season finale ended with Sam in the middle of a zombie horde where they're trying to act inconspicuous going, Mom, Mom. Mommy, 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 mommy. And then the next episode opened with them just walking. So apparently they beat the crap out of them and they got him to stop and they kept moving. And then they're like, okay, we're going to move deeper into the horde. Sam, you go with Father Gabriel because he's never fucked up before. And Sam's like, no, mom, I can handle this. And all of a sudden, (laughs) mommy, mommy. And then everyone dies. Well, not everyone. Just his mom because his mom apparently can't handle him being eaten to death. Which I guess is, you know, I remember thinking at the time, what a, what, what a horrible, stupid person. Even though your son's being eaten alive, you should be able to get over that. But I guess I was being pretty harsh at the time, because I imagine watching your child being eaten by zombies, you know, that can probably be pretty tough. Mm-hmm. I think that would be hard to get over. Well, it was, an, of who your child is. it was an amusing scene in how they filmed it, because they had walkers all around them, so it was a very, very tight shot. So it's like Sam's being even, and then Jesse, his mom, is being even, and and Rick is like a foot and a half away, just watching it, but not doing anything to respond to it. And all of a sudden, Rick is like, "Ah, man!" <laughs> like, like that was his thought bubble. Ah, oh, man, my girlfriend just got eight. Yes, it's like I finally found someone who I can have regular acquaintance with. But no, she had to go get her son and herself killed. Oh, it's so all right because she has one more son. No, wait, not so much. Not so much because he gets angry and he's gonna shoot, gonna shoot, uh, Rick. Rick. But no, instead he accidentally shoots Coral in the eye. Coral! I like that. Now he has an eye hole. Which, by the way, so, (laughs) total side, I I watched The Walking Dead with a group of friends and they're actually a bunch of actors and, uh, improv artist type people. Which, by the way, never play Quiplash with very quick witted actor type people <laughs> mm-hmm. because when you think when you play when you play quiplash with your regular friends and you think you're funny and you're usually getting all the points because you know you're you're decently humorous then you play with people like that holy crap i have never felt so insignificant and like incompetent in my life like it's like I, it literally felt like all of my jokes were like poop <laughs> compared to their like they had, like ant, like oh my god it was horrible but why do my phone needs to shut up? Anyway, I, I was going to say, someone's a social butterfly this evening. I am a social butterfly this evening, which I, I have absolutely no it. plans after. No, it's okay. It's a good thing. Uh, but anyway, uh, so one of them, I was really creeped out by Carl's eye hole. And apparently they took the opportunity to like, you know, they're, they're making jokes about how Carl and his girlfriend, who I don't even know her name is, because she seems so insignificant. Then again, that's probably because I missed five episodes and I've yet to watch them. But I just jumped ahead oh, to this in, episode. Enid? Enid? Yeah, Enid. Horrible name. Never name your child Enid. Sorry for any Enids in the audience. Anyway. It's dying in reverse, isn't it? Yeah, no, no, it's like yeah. it's four no. letters. How could dying be four letters? Dine. Dine? Shelby dying in the main. Dine. Yes, dying. Dying. No. Oh. But anyway, so he's like making something. They started like making jokes about how, like, you know, when they're making out, she, she messes with her eye hole. Oh, it's like really messed up, creeped out eye holes. Hashtag well, eye. did you watch uh, The Talking Dead for this week's episode? I did with Nathan Fillion. Yeah. It's like the only time I've Danielle, Danielle, because Danielle's mother was over until, um, she was actually over that evening because she stayed over to watch Ella the next day. And Danielle made this big point of saying she doesn't like The Walking Dead. Oh, it's disgusting. Oh, I hate zombies. Blah, blah, blah. Zombies this, zombies that, zombies this. Alex moving the cords. Over, I think over, all over, what type, happened type, was type, my type, mother type. said, do you watch that I show? And I said, no. Wait. <laughs> 
I think is what happened. You've oh, you've over the years been very anti The Walking Dead. To which I'm watching The Walking Dead. Danielle's upstairs watching, I believe, probably a rerun of Jane the Virgin mm-hmm. while nursing Ella. And all of a sudden she types to me all caps, tape The Talking Dead, Nathan Fillion's on it. <laughs> well, I sent you a picture because Nathan Fillion had posted on Facebook a picture of his name on the door or whatever for, I'm assuming, the dressing room right. at The Talking Dead. So I know. So I sent you the picture and I said, did. tape it. All caps. Yeah. Okay. Well, I like Nathan Fillion. Now, the, my favorite line from it was, obviously, Rishon is now a thing. Rick and Michonne have hooked up on uh, The Walking Dead. And they hooked up in a in, in the house that Carl was, was in that evening. Coral. Coral. So he was in the house. So, so Chris Harbrook's response is, what happens if Carl walks in? Carl, cover your eye! Oh, <laughs> that was the best thing oh. ever. Yeah, no, I remember that. Oh, man. I do remember that. Well, Ryan, So, yes, The Walking Dead is amazing. I just want to say in the talking. And, and Sue and Sue's router is doing his usual bang up job. Yes, Sue, you have a game for me. I I can't find what it's called, <laughs> but it's basically Cards Against Humanity with politics. Okay, oh, I've played, seen that. They played it on Munchkin last week, but I can't find the right podcast. But I think you would really like it because it's politics and Cards Against Humanity. So is it like you know Mitch McConnell's bigger, blacker dick? Like how does it work? Well, it's it's just it's like, like competitor or the the some sort of yeah competitor name. sounds. I'll find it. I probably have slightly easier access with my podcast thing than you do. He has a podcast thing, apparently. Yeah, I I listen to a lot of the same podcasts as Sue because she keeps introducing me to them. Oh, that is something Sue does. Yeah, <laughs> the Contender. That's it. Yeah. Good movie, and it's Good all idea. all the answers to it's um, whoever's not. Playing who, whoever's the judge is is the moderator at a debate. Okay, and it's like the topic is women or um, foreign policy or whatever else, and then all of the answer cards are are you know blank is my opinion on uh, whatever, and they're they're all quotes that actual politicians have given, only they've taken out whatever they were referencing, mm-hmm. and you replace that with whatever the topic was. Yeah, so. it's basic. If I remember correctly, it's basically it's emulating a, a presidential debate. And there's other like, mm-hmm. types of cards, like you know, like fact, or then a redirect, or America. I don't know. Yeah, fact, it, it, attack, it, and distract. Yeah, that's what it is. Thank you, <laughs> yeah. Scott. And so, um, the only one that I remember off the top of my head was like someone's um, someone's quote was, "We have top men working on blank." Um, so the topic was women. It's like, we have top men working on women. I believe women are very important. We have top men working on women. That sounds like something the Republican Party would say. So yeah, That sounds about right. I think my favorite quote... Anywho. My favorite quote from the... Um, and I just unplugged Danielle because I think she was falling asleep anyway. My favorite quote had to be um, Donald Trump last evening when he won the Nevada primary. He actually said... You know, so many Mexicans voted for us. We love the Me- Mexicans. So many, like, I want to thank the evangelicals. Now he goes down other groups that that won. He's like, and the uneducated voters voted for us. I love the uneducated voters. I'm like, well, you would really kind of have to, wouldn't you? Like, that's actually that's actually a thing that apparently people say now. When we went to the Matt Smith Q and A panel, mm-hmm. at, uh, the con, he actually even made fun of Trump. It was great. Everybody cheered. <laughs> I can't remember what he said. I don't remember what he said either, but yeah, he he did make fun of him. 
I think you really can't not make fun of Donald Trump because that's true. Although he's going to be the Republican nominee, he's so it's scary. He is orange. Someone needs to orange. tell him to lay off the bronze. No, he loves it. He loves it because people talk about him and they want to tune in to see how what color orange he gets. He has this whole thing planned. He's pretty smart. And scary. He's very very scary. He's scary. Bob, who was um, quoted on Twitter this morning, but it was like, <clears throat> regardless of your opinions on politics, it's a you have to be impressed that the current competitors are. A, a woman, a Jewish man, and a lizard creature. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so, Bob, here's my question. If Trump is the nominee, are you voting for Clinton? Uh, no. I just want vote. You have to buy your vote because <laughs> it's getting scary. Well, actually, that's the thing. Like, if Trump's, Trump's not going to win California. No, so I, 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 think I, I think I told you this. I, I would vote for Sanders over Trump, but I will not vote for Hillary Clinton. See, I've heard that from a lot of people. A lot of people will say that. I mean, but... Ironically enough, I'd go more far left and vote for more far left, like to vote for socialism, than I would vote for Hillary Clinton. I just think he is so scary that I would probably vote for Voldemort. Wait, Trump or Sanders? Oh, oh, Trump. Donald Trump, absolutely. Trump, I find them both scary, but that's besides the point. No, I would vote for Voldemort before. I would vote for Mitt Romney before I, I would vote for Donald Trump, and that should tell you how. <laughs> that's, that's how serious this is. I would vote for Mitt Romney, like twice, two terms, over Donald Trump. <laughs> And you've all been my Facebook friends during the 08 and 2012 elections. So I was going to say, we know. I, mean, I, I think we're getting close to the I block Ryan for the rest of the election year <laughs> point of the year. I haven't getting seen close. that much political stuff from Ryan. On no, he hasn't. He's been Facebook. pretty good. That's why. But I, as we get closer, I, I, it gets ever closer to the blocking of Ryan. Well, that's the thing, because Trump's going to win it, and he's a boob. So, And everyone, most people who are saying hate him, so we're fine there, but... Rubio's not going to get it, because Rub- by the time this episode comes out, he might be the nominee, but Rubio's not going to get it, because Rubio's an empty suit, and Ted Cruz is a nightmare, so he's not going to get it. So he's, he's- the, only, the only Republican that I will vote for would be uh, Rubio. Then again, he was my favorite of, of, the, of the field anyway. What I May I ask what why? I'm asking seriously. I'm, asking, I'm seriously asking, why is that? All the Republicans, you, you pick Rubio. I'm, I'm, I'm very curious. Why is it? What am I missing? Um... Other than he's not Trump or Cruz or like, yeah, that's basically it. He he's it's kind of it's kind of like well, all right. So if you had your choice between rotten milk, um, if you had a bunch of stuff that was like all out of date, the one that feels the less out of date to you. And I think I don't know. This is a horrible analogy. Welcome to Robert's and anal- Bob's analogies that never make any sense <laughs> and are really horrible. I actually have quite a <laughs> reputation for this. Uh, but anyway, I don't know. It's just he he's not a crazy person. At least, generally speaking, I mean, not like Trump is, um, and I can't stand Cruz. So, of the three, that's why I would pick. Does he have any redeeming qualities of his own that draw you to him, or is it just he is not Ted Cruz and not Donald Trump and is in the room? He is the least crazy of all the people in the crazy house. Has he ever said something that you've watched and you're like, you know what, I like this guy? Sometimes. Okay, that's what I'm trying to get at. Not so much now. Not so much now. Like, so, like that one that one debate where he said the same over and over and over again. I was like, "Why? I somewhat liked you. Now I no." And, and you had to have been thinking of Martin Sheen during that. But it's like when you're when you're watching this, it's like I'm, I'm like I'm just looking at all these guys, and it's like he's you know a, he's a newerish senator. Which yes, you can throw that label at Obama, but it doesn't matter if you've been there. It matters how substantive you are. He never shows up for votes. He flip flops his positions all the time. When he was asked if the world was six thousand years old, he said he wasn't a scientist. Like, can you take a position on something, anything? Yeah, and he's yeah, going around screaming. Right. You're missing my point, though, Ryan. I'm, what I'm he's, saying is... He's not Ted Cruz, and he's not Donald Trump. He's not Ted Cruz, and he's not Donald right. Trump. And I'm not saying that's a ringing endorsement, 
I'm just saying that of the Republican field, he would be, of the ones who are still in it, he'd be the one I vote for. You know what the thing is, too? It's like, when he was at that same debate, he kept going on, and the line he kept repeating was, Barack Obama knows exactly what he's doing well, to this country. apparently, what's killing me this election cycle is... The Republicans, I think, are under the impression that they're running against Obama. He's not running. Which is killing me, because it's like, guys, we Why get does... it, but stop mentioning Obama. Yeah, like, I, I you're running you're running here. against either Clinton or Sanders. Right. Like, I, I see what you're saying, Daniel, but I think probably what their premise or their thought process is, is that they are trying to prove how much they hate or are more different than Obama to rally the base, which hates Obama. This is so, my, oh yeah, here's, this is my bipartisan anti-Rubio thing. About 12 years ago, maybe, the go- the governor of Maryland was a Democrat named, like, I-, I can't remember what the hell this guy's name was. He was a corrupt Democrat. And his lieutenant governor was Kathleen Kennedy Townsend. So she's a Kennedy. And she was running for governor in a Democratic state with the name Kennedy on the ballot. And she, I, I think the, the her challenger at the time was a, was a Republican businessman, Bob Elric, or I believe his name was, or he was, he was the congressman. I can't remember who he was. Anyway, normal-looking Republican and Kathleen Kennedy Townsend, the lieutenant governor. And the thing was, she ran like a campaign like she was Luna Lovegood. Like, she kept repeating the phrase, Marylanders have an indispensable destiny. No one knew what that meant. When they asked her what it meant... She kind of wandered off from the camera and like they found her in the corner of the room talking to like a basketball hoop. Like she was a crazy, like she just was a horrible candidate, didn't know what the hell she was talking about, just kept repeating the same jargon over and over again, like does not compute, does not compute, attempt to reboot. And she lost the race, even though she was a candidate in a Democratic state. I just feel like with Rubio, it's like, I don't think he's really saying anything. I think he's just trying to stand there and not be Ted Cruz and not be, yeah, I guess. but it's working for him. He's number three. It's working. That's why, because the... <laughs> The non-crazy people in the yes. Republican Party are like, holy shit. He's not a crazy person. Yes. This is, this is our only option for mm-hmm. not crazy person. You know, not crazy Trump and not I look like I'm a half-dead person Cruz. I mean, it's just this election process, this, oh, sorry, this election cycle has just been an absolute shithole for well, a moderate conservative. Cruz has legitimately done really scumbaggy things. Well, he's yeah, a no, scumbag. I can't stand Cruz. Like, total Hit? scumbag. Can I tell you this? Like, Cruz is very likely an illegal immigrant. <laughs> but he's he screwed over Ben Carson in Iowa. Yeah, and, yeah, and he hates illegal immigrants. He, he said today he wants to deport all 12 million He hates million celiacs, immigrants. by the way. Oh, he hates celiacs. If I join the military and he's the you're not getting You're not getting time. gluten-free food. Like... Just be just to look like more of a bigger horse's ass. He's anti glute like anti gluten free now. Like, are you kidding me? Like, the, like, literally. And I know right now Jen somewhere is liking him on Facebook. I can feel it in the force. Like, <laughs> like because you can't, you can't. And look, and I and I know what's going to happen because the the Texas primary is coming up. I'm going to call Jen and ask her who she's voting for. She's going to be like Rick Perry. Because he hasn't been running in years. But or, total, total side point, yes. not to totally derail our amazing political conversation that we have every episode. But anyway, mm-hmm. have you guys seen the new Facebook like system? Danielle was bitching about it earlier. Yes. Danielle, before you fall asleep, would you like to comment? I was going to say, well, she's the only person, like, apparently everyone loves it. I don't like, like it. The internet loves it. I like BuzzFeed. I think it was BuzzFeed. I kind of like the love, the love button, but I haven't played with it much. Well, I think maybe the reason it's annoying me is I don't really like Facebook much to begin with because it seems like my feed is... All I get in my news feed is 
so-and-so liked this, so-and-so liked that, and the things they like have nothing to do with, like, my friends or anything. It's it's all just a bunch of, like... Or, like, Sue's posting on her dealer's wall, and Danielle sees the whole conversation on hers, and yeah, she's like, I why do it. I see but Sue's like, dealer? Like, um, antique but now, dealer. But, but antique now what I'm seeing, like, now what I'm seeing <laughs> all, <laughs> all day <laughs> is so-and-so reacted to this post from 2013. I'm like, really? People are actually going back to old posts so they can react with the new like system? I'm like, how much time do people no, have? No, I days? had someone today, I posted, I posted about something stupid. I posted, I posted, I was pissing off someone. I don't know who I was pissing, I was posting against something that Jen probably loves Two years ago, someone liked my post today. Like, really? You're looking at the 2013 post and you're like... That's what I'm saying. How do people go back and see that? Wait! What? I'm throwing my hat into this ring. All right. Because the the day that Scott came, so it must have been last Thursday... Yes. I was on Twitter for the first time in forever because I was trying to figure out where we were going. And somebody went back to my post from 2007... That I well not the one that I sent because I sent one to Tom Felton and he replied back to me and said that what I told him to do worked and thanked me very much and somebody liked that post from 2007 last week I'm like how did you even find that I can't find it when I go looking for it to go hey look Tom Felton talked to me how many times has he posted. What do you mean, how many times does he post? Like, if he's only posted a thousand times on Facebook, you could just look through all of his past posts. Yeah, but who has time to do that? I don't have time to turn around half the time. Well, apparently that person did, because they went back. Apparently. And they yeah, they, they were like... very excited. They liked my post. I I was tickled. Hmm. Oh, I'm going to get a message from my friend tonight. My friend um, is continuing to watch the Harry Potter movies without having read the books, mm-hmm. because she's taking her kids to uh, Universal in May. And she's on Goblet of Fire. She has a nine-year-old and a five-year-old. And she's like, is the movie scary? I'm like, well, the ending is kind of probably the scariest thing you'll have seen so far. I said the end of four is scary. I said the end of six is scary. And the end of seven, I said, was scary. Because the end of seven is when um, Bellatrix is torturing Hermione. Which I thought would be kind of scary for kids. So we get to this one. And I'm like, now, I don't want to tell you how it's going to end. But I said there'll be... Um, you know, there's like a, like, like a couple moments of torture at the end of, um, four, cause I'm picturing, I think they, like, Crucio Harry a little bit. Mm-hmm. And obviously I said there'll be character death. And she looks at me, is Dumbledore going to die? If Dumbledore is going to die, I'm never talking to you again. I'm like, why? It's not my fault if he dies. <laughs> like, I didn't compare anything, but like, I didn't write the damn thing. You're like, not though. So she's very, yeah, so she's very concerned that, that something will happen to, um, to Dumbledore, but I, I'm like, just get through it. So she's going to finish the movie tonight, and she's going to text me. So I said, I'm talking to some Harry Potter friends tonight. If you get to the end of four, text me immediately, and I'll share your comments with, with all my friends. But yeah, so she's she's at the end of that one. So she's like, so I have a question. She's like, you know, it's they, they keep saying they were trying to figure out who was under that curse back when Voldemort was around the first time, but like, don't they all have milky eyeballs? I'm like, yeah, that's a movie thing. We don't like that. So apparently the movies are just killing it. Oh my god, I killed the entire group. I actually got a gen mm-hmm from that one. Remember those? That's when she was like, she's balancing her checkbook. Mm-hmm. Oh, am I still here? Sorry, I'm, I'm talking at the I put it on mute. House. Did it not work? I swear I put it on mute. 
Hold on, you all left simultaneously and no one was really listening to it? <laughs> we were just so bored with Ryan's conversation, we decided to leave. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, my mom was yelling was for the kitten and I had to tell her the kitten was in here. God, I'm doing it. Scott's like, I'm listening, and Bob's like, I was talking to April about the house. And well, Danielle... I'm trying to get you guys into a better house because you're clearly destroying this. Danielle's got the look on. Cody posted a what few minutes ago that the, that the sit, well, actually an hour ago, that the sim dishwasher or something was sparking. I said, oh, time to light the place up. It's like sparks yeah, the bottom. Currently, the, uh, let's take a look. The, the sink's broken. Refrigerator, the refrigerator is sparking. The DVD player is, I'm sorry, the CD player is sparking. The, uh, and everything else. If it has water somehow involved with it, it's spewing water. So. Cool. So no one can oh, use dude. the restroom. No one can take a shower. It's kind of. Kind it's of like Sue's house when I went to visit no. last year. <laughs> Oh, wait, Scott doesn't need to be the Hey, anymore. we got water back before you got here. I'm flying over Fargo, North Dakota. Oh, my God, there's no water, and the fishers will be here in three hours. I'm like, two and a half, Sue, two and a half. <laughs> I'm amazed no one's been electrocuted by the, by the I... toaster sitting in front of all the flying water. But, oh, it's not oh, a well. toaster. It's, it's a CD radio player thing. Oh, well, still, used, electricity and water is not a great combination. I feel so bad for Danielle. She's clearly dozing off right now because she's so tired and she's holding the baby. We can't. We can't put the baby down. We can't. We that. Oh, that's the new the fun whole thing. Day, the they whole don't day. tell you this. You can't put her down. If you put the baby down, she screams. She just cries. And then she screams some more. Like I think it's just. I, I, I was a screamer. She's out of it from her shots because she's. Not oh god, that's gonna like go in the intro. But... <laughs> no, I wasn't going there with that. No, no. Apparently, according to my parents, I was horrible. I I would scream. Until, like, I, I turned two and then I stopped. Aww. Well, that's the thing. She usually doesn't. She's usually really good. And when she gets sleepy, we put her down for naps or to bed and she's fine. But today, every time I tried to put her down and she would be asleep, I'd put her in the crib or I'd put her in, you know, a bassinet and she'd just wake up, look at me and cry. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I guess I'll just hold you all day. All day long. <laughs> yeah. Can I actually share this too? This is kind of like a little puffle moment here. So, um, I usually, I'm one of those people, I collect books on my Goodreads list. If someone likes a book, I want to read it, then I look at all the ones that are recommended to me because I want to read that one, and I want to read those ones, and I keep updating my list constantly. So I usually, if I read, like, a young adult novel, it's usually one that involves time travel or zombies. And I liked one a while ago that wasn't. It looked like a coming-of-age, almost like a chick flick book. But there was a sample from it, and I read the sample, and it was actually really, really funny. It was about... The only way I can describe this book is picture if Petunia, Petunia Darcy lives next door to the Weasleys. Oh, wow. That's basically the book. And it's the, the, the prim and proper woman's kid is told to stay away from those people next door, but because they seem to have like the, the human life and, and the love and the affection and all the stuff that her life doesn't have, she kind of like watches their house for years, like from her bedroom window. And finally, when she's like 16, 17, she joins that world. And it's, it's a, it's a coming of age book and all that stuff. So anyway, so I, lo- I read the book, and I liked the book very much, and um, I noticed there was like a sequel to it, so I downloaded the sequel, and I'm like, this isn't kind of my, my usual thing, but I'm enjoying the book. So I wrote to the author, and because um, I looked on the author's biography, and they said that she's from Massachusetts, which I thought was, you know, because I'm from Massachusetts, and based on the book itself, she's clearly liberal, and I'm liberal, because she made fun of George Bush a lot in it. So I'm like, okay, so I'm a liberal from Massachusetts, so I should, you know, say hi. And then it says she has six kids. 
So I'm like, okay, clearly she is the, the Weasley mother from this book. So I wrote to her, and I'm like, you know, this book isn't my normal thing. There aren't as many zombies in it as I am accustomed to, but I thought it was very good, and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I just had curiosity. I have a three-month-old. How do you do it? <laughs> so I made a little friend. So we've been chatting all day. And, like, I'm sending her messages when I get to line. Today, like, one of the characters stormed into her bedroom and flung herself on the bed, landing on her TARDIS pillow. So I wrote back, I'm like, well done. But, yes, it's like, everywhere you go now, it's like, you have kids? How do you make them stop crying? <laughs> I sent you a link on how to make the baby stop crying. Well, yeah, you put them on there. You even said it worked. It, it works when they're... It worked when she was real little. I haven't little. tried it since she's bigger. Because right now she's very big. She, You know, she's like yeah, weeks, weeks away from getting solid food. It's crazy to me how big she's getting. Oh, um, I don't want to hog the microphone, but I have a story about a penis when you guys are all ready. Are you really going to talk about that on the air? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't think I told you the story, so I'm kind of curious what you're talking about. Is it the one about. you posted to the poopoo group? Well, here's what I did. <laughs> this is what happened. So, on, on Monday, my mother-in-law came over and she watched Ella on Monday. And I felt bad, because last week she slept over Monday night. And she came over, like, as there was, a, like, a blizzard forming. And I ended up getting Monday off from work anyway, so she, so she ended up going home, so she drove for nothing. So this week she comes over, and, you know, I watch The Walking Dead, I go to bed, she gets up the next morning, and she's exhausted because she was up during the night, so I had to, like, wake her up so I could go to work. And I'm at work for a couple hours, and she sends me a message. I'm sorry, Danielle is standing up with the baby, and you have to do it 20 times slower than you normally do, so it's kind of fun. So she texts me saying, you know, is there anything going on around your house because the house seems to be shaking. I think there's a helicopter, like, ten feet above your roof. I'm like, that seems odd. So I look it up, and apparently there was a um, a cop had been attacked by two people um, with a syringe a few towns over from me uh, during the weekend. And the, and the people got away, and they were spotted on the highway near my house, and the, and the cops tried to pull them over. And they made it into my neighborhood and crashed. And the, the passenger in the car got taken into custody, but they couldn't find the guy. So, the, so they were doing like a manhunt. You know, they were telling people like the, the whole shelter in place thing, and they were going like door to door. They were searching with dogs, and they're trying to find this guy. So my mother-in-law is a little freaked out. I'm like, you know, what? don't worry. You know, lock the doors, put the alarm system on. If anyone tries to get in the house, the alarm will blare, and everyone will come to the house, and everything will be fine. So she like takes the baby and the cats and the bottle warmer and, and like her cell phone and everything and like hides in my bedroom. And she's sending me pictures of like dogs in the woods. In front, if you're from New England, it actually is kind of scary because after the marathon bombings, this is actually what happened for like four towns. They were going door to door and there was actually like gunfights in the streets with, with, with the, with the kid and everything. So it's a little scary. So. Um, you know, I'm, I find on one of the local town pages, there's a guy who lives down the street from me who has a police scanner who's updating with what he's hearing. So I'm copying his messages to my mother-in-law to make her feel better. And the woman who, my next door neighbor, like two houses down from me, is freaking out on Facebook that this is happening. Because apparently the cop searched her yard and she didn't know what was going on. And she looked and there were like men in her backyard. And so she, she got all freaked out. So... All of her friends are responding to her, what's going on, give us updates. So I'm like, I'm going to help. I'm going to, because what I had done earlier that day was I posted the Facebook link of the Facebook group uh, of the guy with the scanner to my mother-in-law. I'm like, follow this guy with the scanner. He'll tell you what's going on. So I went to post the same link to my neighbor and all of her friends. And I'm thinking about this. And just as I'm about to hit send, 
I'm like, you know what? I forwarded one of those things on Facebook the other day. It was all like people who went to post pictures to their, you know, class Facebook page to work on the math problem. And they accidentally posted naked pictures of themselves or they accidentally went to Google. Why does my vagina smell funny and posted it to Facebook and didn't know how to delete it. It's like one of those embarrassing things. I'm like, I should check this link. So I'm about to post this link to all of my neighbors saying, you'll find this helpful. What I actually almost posted was a link to the Puffa page where I posted the article about Hitler having a micro penis. <laughs> oh, dear. Because on the podcast years ago, we, we covered the penis of Hitler, I think, no, extensively. You, you did not cover the penis of Hitler. You covered whether or not he had one testicle. He, he had one testicle. Well, apparently he had one testicle and a micro penis. And he actually had difficulty urinating because his penis was actually so small. So, you know, maybe he was overcompensating. But I almost posted the, the Hitler micropenis story to all of my immediate neighbors. All of your neighbors? During a crisis where I feel as though, like, this might help you, Hitler, small penis. Like, yeah. not Probably not relevant, so much. Though. So that was bad. Yeah, so we got through that. So your your mother didn't run the place know, down. No, but there. it's kind of freaky. The guy could still be out there. Oh, he could still be out there. Like, I got home, I had to check the shed for, like, you know, girls. I loved Richard. You have a shed? He was at my house twice. I know. He was standing next to the shed. You think you know a guy? Yeah, I have a shed. How how could he not know about the shed from the whole groundhog conversation yeah. was it on the, Butterfic Weekly? Was it the groundhog or a woodchuck? Well, I think it's a woodchuck. Yeah, I don't think he ever went to the woodchuck. backyard. I'm sorry. No, he did because he did the uh, ice bucket challenge on the porch. Oh, yeah. Yes, he did. Really? I have video of Richard doing the ice bucket challenge on the porch. You dumped the water on him, didn't you? Yeah. Or was that me? Mm-hmm. Kind of. Yep, yep. My brain's going to shit. Dude, you need to, um, hold on. We're doing a quick parenting thing here. Where's the child? I just put her down. Okay. She's over there. Okay. Just checking. She's actually still asleep. I just noticed Danielle did not have the baby anymore. Yeah. I got scared. She got up and ran away. (laughs) Where do you think she went? (laughs) She's not rolling yet. She rolled onto her. She, well, she fell earlier, but she rolled. Poor baby is so tired. She keeps rubbing her eyes. You know, it's like, I know she's tired, but. And her nails are a little long, so she's like scratching herself. She's just having a rough couple days. I mean, I understand it. Vaccines aren't fun. They make my arms sore when we get them now. Oh, God. Remember that time you had five vaccines and you couldn't lift your arms? (laughs) <laughs> we really couldn't. It was bad. And then I responded by hitting a deer with my car. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Did you almost hit a deer with your car? No, it was the time I hit the deer with my car. I was driving home from helping Danielle with her vaccines, and I drove over a deer. It's like whatever you go to college, or in my case, it was when I was going to culinary school, so I had to make sure I was up to date on all my shots. <laughs> like, I had to get so many shots. So it was so it's not fun. Ooh. Sorry, I was commenting on what's going on in The Sims. What's going on in The Sims? It's a it's an auditory. Music I was gonna say, wow, us. Bob's an anti-vaxxer. He is. I'm anti-vax. No, no wonder he's voting for Rubio because he he so, too is not a scientist. The conversation's been going on. I, along with uh, April, have been trying to set up a new Sims house, the one that apparently will give us enough things to you know work properly. Uh, but no one wants to move. This is kind of annoying. I, I can't find a place where to move. Here. So you can't. you can't just load us into it. Uh, move household. There we go. Sorry, guys. But anyway. <laughs> and then, basically, oh, the reason that I was disturbed was that Ryan and I, while only wearing our underwear, decided to take a selfie. So. <laughs> Why are you and I in our underwear? I don't know. I make it seem like it's it's jointly owned underwear. Why are we in our individual underwear? The baby is sleeping. Stop yelling. You're going to wake the baby. I'm sorry. You're so loud. No, oh, no, no the, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to him. No he babies do too. No babies do too. I never knew they did this. So... Danielle and I will be in bed, and we'll be asleep. It'll be pitch black. 
one of us is probably cuddling a cat, because the cats are everywhere. All of a sudden, the baby will cry over the baby monitor. Danielle will turn to me. Honey, the baby's crying. I'll respond back, what baby? (laughs) Baby's crying. So I'll get up. I'll walk to the door. I'll open the door. I'll walk to the hallway. I'll make it four steps. The baby will stop crying. Now I'm up. No, she just wants to know you're still around. She has no idea I'm even up. I'm not even to she, her bedroom. She does. She's, she's got bat hearing. You just don't know. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're going to wake the baby. So, Scott, Sue, how was yeah. whatever fun? Yes. It was a lot of fun. We went to Wizard World Comic Con Portland. Wizard World Comic Con is apparently a franchise that mm-hmm. runs in a bunch of cities from month to month. I think the next one is in Cleveland, and they've done yes. one in New Orleans at some point. And yeah, there's a bunch of them, and different celebrities come to each one, just depending on the timing and who's available and that kind of thing. This particular ooh, ooh, ooh. one. Oh yes. Ryan. Yes. William Shatner walked walked right next to me. I could have touched him. I have I have touched were, William Shatner. I was gonna say that sounds of, creepy, Sue. <laughs> there were a lot of people around him that were security, and I think I would have gotten in trouble. And this, is, and this is coming from two men who took selfies in their underwear, Sue. We find this a little creepy <laughs> this behavior. Total side point. Uh, April, holy crud! This house is amazing. It's like they have gone from living in a one-bedroom apartment with all five of them to living in a mansion. I don't know if my computer can handle this actually. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. At least now they have showers they can take showers in. Yay. I'm sorry, I need to interrupt the conversation. Continue on. I think our uh, surroundings score, or whatever it is in The Sims now, will probably be going up by leaps and bounds. Yes. Whoever the guy is who played Herschel apparently walked by us while we were in the line to get John Merriman's autograph for a Picture. photo, rather. Yeah, there we saw go. Herschel, too. I have no idea who it was, but some other people in the line were like, oh, hey, that's Herschel. So, yeah. well, it was an awesome picture that you guys got with John Barrowman. Yeah, that was pretty mm-hmm. cool. It was really fun. That awesome. was our splurge for the trip. Well, I guess the Critical Role one is technically more expensive, but there are also six of them. <laughs> so. I just have to ask, on the court. did you tell Herschel I said hi? No. We did not speak to Herschel. He oh. was uh, walking by on the outside of the nice ropes and tape lines where everybody was um, waiting to get their photos with various different celebrities. James Marsters was apparently there, if people are Buffy for him, six over from ours. I assume he must have been having photos done with people earlier and was done and was leaving, but he might have just been walking by, too, because I don't think those... The area wasn't, like, completely sealed off for photos only. Yeah, you could go around that area, so... Mm-hmm. But that was our probably our big experience was we got our photo taken with John Barrowman and we also got to see his panel, which was hilarious. You're gonna say his pants. Embarrassing. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> and and um, oh, yeah, Matt Smith's was... panel as well, which was slightly less madcap. Although having him tell somebody why they needed to watch Doctor Who and doing it as a rabid American fangirl was hilarious. <laughs> yes. I don't know why, but whoever asked the question said, you know, my friend who's standing behind me has never seen an episode of Doctor Who. And everybody was like, <gasps> because they're all in the Matt Smith panel. Hmm. And so please explain to him why he needs to watch Doctor Who, but do it in the, as a fangirl. And apparently Matt's 
conception of a fangirl is an American, or he just decided that was the thing to do because he was in America. But it was very amusing. Oh my god! <laughs> it so it's, this, it's this totally great show with like this guy who goes around in this box, and there's all these weird aliens and people, and he's picking up hot chicks all the time, and it's just great, and you really ought to watch it. <laughs> well, I love him when he when he um, switches to a Scottish accent. He was on one oh, of the Doctor Who's... Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Who? Oh, you're back on Matt Smith. I'm sorry. I thought you were on yeah, John Berman. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, they did. We did get that in the Berman panel as well. Uh, there were a lot of teenagers asking questions, uh, and one of them apparently was asking for a friend or for all her friends who could not be there. What would he like to say to them, and could he please say it in his Scottish accent? <laughs> so he did, because he is Scottish. Mm-hmm. I just miss Matt Smith. Like I, I, I do love. Um, Capaldi, and I know he's only getting one more. He's probably only getting one more season um, as the Doctor, but um, once Moffat leaves, but I, I miss Matt Smith. And I will say that Matt Smith and uh, Barrowman met up, and there's an awesome picture going around where Matt Smith yeah. is kissing John Barrowman on the cheek. It's really. Oh, cute. I think I saw that. Yeah, because they've actually they never shared the screen together, did they? No, no. So actually. Um, Somebody, somebody did the, the bang, Mary kill thing mm-hmm. with John Barrowman, yeah. and they gave him ninth doctor, tenth doctor, eleventh doctor. Oh, and he said, "Hold on, hold on, stop, 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 Danielle. I want you to do it's Mary bang kill. I want you to do that with nine, ten, and eleven. What? Remember the thing they would do on um, Gavin and Stacey oh. in the car? Mary bang kill nine, ten, eleven. No, it's not. They don't kill one of them. Well, we're doing that now. Mary bang kill." <sighs> Um, it's a very tough question. Well, I hate to say it, and everyone's going to be like, oh my god, why would you do this? I'd have to kill Ten, just because he's whiny. <laughs> and I love David Tennant, don't get me wrong, I love David Tennant, but uh, out of them, I guess. Yeah, he, he, he kind of um, died a annoyingly, yes. So do you want to marry Nine or um, bang him? That's the question for the evening. I guess I'd say marry Eleven. Bang, bang Nine. Bang just, nine, I'm sorry, yeah. Hold on, you want bang nine and ten? No. <laughs> okay. Because no. you look a little low energy no. tonight. I don't know if you can manage That's... that. Uh, John's answers, well, first he was very distressed uh, about having to answer this question at all. Uh, he called her a bitch and then was like, wait a second, how old are you? And she said 15. He's like, oh, sorry, female dog. Female dog. <laughs> and then he's like, wait a second, I can't answer a bang Mary kill question to a 15-year-old. <laughs> But she eventually he did. He's uh, like, it's fine. I write bad fiction. I've seen it all. Uh, uh, probably not, but you know. <laughs> His answers were he was going to kill Eleven just because mm. he was never on oh, uh, yeah. that section. So he didn't have the connection with Jack. And I believe he said he would marry Ten and bang Nine. Well, that makes sense because he's probably oh, wanted to bang Nine. He just wants to show Nine what he was missing and then uh, marry Ten. And then marry uh, ten. But then afterwards he had this picture where Matt Smith kissed him on the cheek and he says see I found the doctor and he still loves me anyway after this bang Mary kill I don't know if anyone was here that. is um, seeing Call the Midwife, Danielle just watched the whole series yeah, it's the last podcast it I've watched it, all. it the whole series it co-stars um, Miranda Hart who also is on, she has her own series um, in the UK called Miranda where she plays this 40 something Woman who's like six foot four and socially awkward. She's also. six one. Is she six one? Mm-hmm. She looks. So she much looks taller, taller, but she's six. She one. looks so much taller, and she does a. Um, she's she's very very funny comedian, and she does this um this, this comedy tour where she's in the I, I forget what 
like amphitheater that was that she was in. She had like thousands and it thousands. It was like, um, the O2 or yeah. something. In, uh, yeah. In London, this huge theater. And she's like flirting with everyone in the front row. And she sees like this, this guy in the front row and she's flirting. She's like, hi, you want to come back to my room? And she's doing this whole bit. And then she's like, how old are you? 16! Oh my god! And she like runs to the other end of the, yeah, of the stage. It just reminds me very much of, yeah. of that whole thing. I love oh. her. Well, you know, there were several times where John Barrowman sort of reminded me of Joe, you know, when the little girl got up and said, so, what kind of charms was Aberforth doing on goats? And Joe's like, how old are you? Because Behrman was doing a lot of, how old are you? <laughs> but there were some really amazing costumes. There was a uh, Captain Jack pirate, not Captain Jack uh, Doctor Who, there that looked Jack Sparrow, enough... Not Jack Sparrow, Yeah, Jack Sparrow. Looked enough like Johnny Depp to be very convincing, and he had all the mannerisms and the swagger, and, and he was there every day talking and flirting with the girls and getting his picture taken. There was a doctor that actually made a TARDIS that was on wheels that he walked around in, and he um, and he was dressed as 10, I believe. Mm-hmm, yes. There were several doctors. Um, I saw a couple of doctors, rivers. There were 11th doctors. There's the girl. Matt said he was looking at a sea of fezes when he was... Uh, I'm curious, there. was there any 12s there? No. Not that I saw, no. Yeah, that might be the problem they're having with the ratings. Yeah. <laughs> I like Peter in this this season. The first season we haven't was... We have to dress up, go, up as convincingly because we've got to have the, the lines to make mm-hmm. it work. Yeah. And we haven't finished it yet, too. Just to, we're yeah. still on yeah. um, like but, three or four you episodes. Know, you so. could dress up in that, that coat and carry around an electric guitar and you yeah, you can be do close. That. Mm-hmm. There was um who's the girl that uh from the movie the one with the glasses and she wears that she's the daughter or granddaughter or somebody um she's the one Osgood? that yeah I saw her who Osgood uh, um, Osgood um the sort of fangirl from the early uh, from the fiftieth uh, anniversary episode oh yes 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 who turns into a Zygon oh I'm not yeah. Zygon and uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so she was there, but and and Iron Man. I mean, some elaborate Iron Man costumes that mm-hmm. were just amazing. There was a Dark Knight, which was a Batman actually in like plate armor. <laughs> so that was kind <laughs> of cool. cool. Like, yeah. Hey, like Bob. Armor. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to watch my computer not die. <laughs> Scott and I dressed up in Hufflepuff gear on Saturday and. And I wore a hat because Hat insisted on going and Hat got lots of compliments. I'm not going to, he's going to be hard to live with for the next couple of weeks, but you know. <laughs> yeah. And there was actually a Dalek there at one point. Yes, we didn't get a picture of that, but it was built around this guy's young daughter. So she basically could run around being the Dalek. It was quite, quite well done. Yeah. Um, and the critical role people were awesome. We, yes, we had a great time with their panels and things. Uh, they were completely not expecting as many people as they got, which was always fun. It's like, there's a thousand people, I don't understand. Yeah. Well, the, it, the... it was John who said there were a thousand people in his panel, but uh, even at, at the Critical Role panels, there were a lot more than they thought they would get. 
Yeah, when we got there, because we, we went to see the Critical Role people, when we got there, we went looking for them, and we we looked on the map, and of course, the map that they provided us was so small that you needed a magnifying glass to read it. Scott could read it. I couldn't see a thing on it. It was and, apparently out of date anyway. We ended up talking to one of the volunteers at some point, and they said, well, they've actually changed things around on us after we printed everything, like just the day before. So now the map doesn't actually tell you where people are because they're not in those places anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, but that's not helpful. But they weren't the on it anyway. There, wa there wasn't um, Peak and Sundry or Critical Role or anything of that nature because mm -hmm. they were mostly there uh, as part of the gaming track, which Wizard World is just starting to do. And that had its own separate handout that wasn't part of the main one that you got at the entrance. So you had to actually go over to the gaming area and get it, which was... Yeah. It was not well organized in some ways. Uh, I know we waited in a really long line to go see John Barrowman and we're in the back of the room. And then the Matt Smith was immediately afterwards. They didn't make people leave from John Barrowman. So there was a huge line outside waiting to get into Matt Smith. And because nobody had to leave for John Barrowman, they didn't get in. Hmm. So there were a lot of fans that missed out on that that were kind of upset. Although he did let, he did tell them to let more people in, and they kind of did a standing room thing with Matt Smith. Mm -hmm. But even so, there were going to be more that wouldn't make it. Yeah, the, they cleared the VIP section, so if you had bought a VIP ticket for Matt Smith, you got in. But those were the only ones that they actually made room for. And some people left after John Barrowman, but not a lot. Scott and I stayed. We thought, well, if they're not going to kick us out, we're going to stay it right well for us. But that's yeah, because we were the, already there. The yeah. people that were waiting. And and the first critical role um, one was really fun because people kept bringing them beers. And so by the end of the, the hour-long session, they were all a little tipsy. It's like, yeah, this is a great battle. Uh, I'm drunk, and uh, we've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Several of them were like, we have to pee! We have to leave now! Sorry. We've had three beers! So, and they actually got together and, and went to a game shop after that that evening that Scott and I would have definitely joined in had we known about it. But we, yeah. we weren't in a the know. A number of the Critical Role fans who were like in one of the hostels downtown um, kind of almost accidentally found out about it because... Uh, I was talking to the one girl we met who was actually also from Canada. We were talking, I think, in the airport after I was leaving, actually. And she said... Oh, you no. ran into her there. Yeah. We ran into each other twice at the airports because we came back on the same flight to Calgary. So. Oh, that's yeah. cool. That's a cool meet-cute. <laughs> yeah. When some people were going through getting autographs from the Critical Role people, because they just sort of had them at their table even outside of the posted autograph times. They just said, you know, people can come and we'll sign things. Um, Which was good because they would not have been able to get enough people through in the little bit of time they gave them. Yeah. Near the end of the Saturday, Matt just happened to ask somebody who was going through, you know, are you coming to the gaming shop? And they were like, is there a gaming shop thing? And he explained what it was. And then she like, tweeted all the other people at the hostel and this is happening meet me here right now you know so that's how a bunch of them managed to get there and some of the others must have found out about it another way but there was a crew of probably 10 or 20 people that wound up going to this game shop and played cards against humanity with the with matt and marisha and talison i believe i'm not sure all of mm -hmm. them were there but and yeah. they actually um played a like a one-shot D, D game too it sounded like oh cool I hadn't heard about that part. 
But their panels were really fun. The second mm-hmm. one on Sunday was supposed to be more about them as voice actors and their other things that they do, but a vast majority of the questions were still about Critical Role stuff. But so. that one was really fun, too. I liked finding out about the different things that they had done. And, and they, you know, they asked some, like, favorite voices and things like that. And then one of the fans came up at the very end and, and gave Matt, who's the Dungeon Master, a sword that I think he had made. I'm not positive about that. But mm, I, uh, I think he has, like, a forge and does things. Yeah. They weren't he quite sure how they made the scabbard the for thing. it. <laughs> yeah, it did. Cool. It did come with a little, you know, plastic cap, so it's it can be safetyed or whatever. But still, yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure the plain people would have been impressed with it. Would have let them on. It's not exactly going to fit in the carry-on slot. I think Matt has a relative who was somewhere around there that could maybe mail it to him. So mm-hmm. hopefully they would work that out. And at the same time, the same guy uh, had his daughters come up because they'd done art Drawings. for. Um, Laura Bay's um, Glitter Ponies uh, little cartoon that's on Netflix right now, and she was just blown away, and there was a lot of squeaking. It was fun. There was actually a person in pretty good cosplay as Pike, their cleric, who was unfortunately not there. Ashley Johnson was in New York because she's on Blindspot, so she couldn't come to this, but... Yeah, and and Liam couldn't come because it was his daughter's birthday, but Mm. we got six of them. It was very cool. Yes. And they if were... anyone's listening who doesn't know what we're talking about, uh, you may not have been paying attention when we talked about it before, but uh, Critical Role is a group of ten, uh, nine, a fairly nine. large group of voice actors who play Dungeons & Dragons together on a Twitch stream every Thursday night, and they're really good. It's a lot of fun to watch. Even if you aren't particularly into Dungeons & Dragons, they, they make pretty good TV out of it, so there you go. Yeah, because they're voice actors. And they have so much fun together. And they were all genuinely really nice people. They spent time with every fan. They talked to them as they signed the autographs and did the selfies. And they... They 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 stuck around a really long time. Like, they were supposed to leave at, like, 2 to go get their plane. And they were still signing things at quarter after. And the fan people were like, come on, you've got to leave and go get your plane. Yeah. And even they were genuinely surprised by the turnout. I mean, I knew that Wizard World didn't know what was coming because they they added them kind of as a lark at the last minute. And the Critical Role people said, hey, if you think this is really cool and you'd like to see us, like, in your community, you need to let Wizarding World know that this is something you really liked. And so the fans came from all over the place. I mean, people came from Canada. People came from Texas. Somebody came from Arkansas. And um, from Alaska, I think. Yeah, somebody came down from Alaska. So a bunch of Critical Role people came from out of state. In fact, there were very few people there from Portland that we met, and they were just genuinely shocked at the turnout. And you could tell, I mean, Wizarding World didn't give them a handler. Everybody else had a handler that somebody to, you know, like bodyguards and to chase people off and to run things and everything. And that's what I was going to say. Like, I would imagine, like, what kind of security does Matt Smith have for this or John Barrowman? Like, it seems oh, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, they had handlers. I mean... William Shatner had three guys with him. I think John had two. I didn't see Matt Smith out on his own. I mean, out walking. So I don't know about him. He had an interviewer along with his panel, so he didn't do the whole thing on his own. Like The the person up there would ask him some questions, and then they'd go to the audience and get a few questions and then go back to the, the guy who was there with him. 
Tony Kim was his name. He seemed to be moderating a lot of the different panels and things, at least as far as what I read on the, the literature. John Berriman did his own thing because I don't think anyone could have kept up with him. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, yeah, he reminds me of Robin Williams that way. You just put a, sort of put him on stage and get out of his way. He was kind of like us in that there were tangents all over the place, and then he'd go, oh, right, what was the question again? But... Mm-hmm. Um, it was fun to watch. Yeah. And the, the Critical Role people were there because one of the organizers or volunteers or somebody like that, I think she must be, like, actually work for Wizard World because they had yes. people in, like, blue and purple shirts and then people in black shirts who were slightly more official. But she is friends with Matt and Marisha, I think is from Portland and just decided that they really ought to come. And so she, it was basically all of her idea that they got invited to this. She's like, she ended up taking a video with the group of the Critical Role fans to try and convince her bosses that this is a thing that they should do more of. Yeah. And like I said, you know, they, they weren't planning for much of a turnout for them at all. In fact, people in other booths were like calling fans over and going, what is going on over there? How come there are so many people there? And they're like, oh, well, that's Critical Role. And they're like, who? <laughs> you know, <laughs> but there were, there was a huge turnout for them. I mean, not nearly as many as for Matt Smith or William Shatner or John Barrowman. Turnout lot. for people that weren't really expected and that nobody really knew what was going to happen. And I think that Wizarding World probably kind of hopefully got a clue. I know I sent them an email afterwards because they, they sent me an email and asked what I thought. And I sent them an email and said, I wouldn't have gone if it hadn't been for the Critical Role people. So oh. there we go. And then Scott and I went and had fish fingers and custard. I've had that. I've loved it. Mm-hmm. During the, we went the to the TARDIS room. The Matt Smith panels. One of the girls in the audience asked him if he actually ate the fish fingers and, and custard. And he said, yeah, he did. But after several takes, they changed it to something with coconut in it or something? Yeah, they made him sort of coconut things to dip in instead. Because I think it was the fish fingers were falling apart too much or something Mm -hmm. like that. Or just it was was getting too much for him because, you know, you have to do it for 27 times in a row. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the the moderator was like, okay, now wait a minute, Matt. Watch this. How many of you in the audience have actually tried it? And like half the hands went up or, you know... A third of the hands went up, and Smith was just like, "Wow!" <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So he had fun, though. He he wasn't as frenetic as Barrowman was, but he had a good time, I think. And mm-hmm. somebody asked him to sing the Doctor Who theme, and he said, "Okay, as long as you guys sing with me." And that was a little much for the facilitator guy. He's like, "Okay, he's not your monkey. Don't ask him to do things." But I think he had a good time. <laughs> Mose your yeah. lawn. <laughs> yeah. And, and- uh, at the end, he sort of did the reverse to us. He was taking a video for some of his friends back home, and he asked everybody to uh, repeat after him and shout out Heb Live uh, louder and louder. I have looked it up. It does not show up as a thing, so I still don't know what it is. <laughs> we have no idea why we were doing it. <laughs> yeah. And John Barrowman came out and with his, a video camera. He always video cameras the first few minutes of his panels as well. He comes out and videotapes people cheering and stuff and somebody had brought him homemade cookies and he shared those with the crowd because he said i can't eat them all i'll get fat the same thing happened with the critical role actually um marisha apparently gave uh, jen the other canadian this bag of sugar cookies that they couldn't take on the plane with them and she's like i can't do anything with these either so she ended up giving them to 
one of the artists in Artist Alley who was apparently somehow critter-related, which I didn't know. So she got to pass them out to people, I guess. Yeah. It, it was a lot of fun. It was the first time I'd ever been to a con like that, and it was it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like LeakyCon had a better conception of what they were and what they were doing. They were much more organized and uh, mm-hmm. you know, kept things flowing through. They had people with end-of-line signs and people who would say, okay, the line's going to take a turn here so that we don't fill up the entire area and things like that. Well, those little had, things stand to... facilitators. Yeah, those little but, things stand to irritate everybody. I feel like when you're like, when you're supposed to go into a you know, presentation and you can't get in even though you have tickets or you planned on it, mm-hmm. that can be really disruptive. So it's it's the little details. I am watching yeah. my sim self beat. Yeah, Bob's been gone for a while and I have a feeling he's trying to hold the house together. Bob, what's the update yeah, on the I'm sim house? Because I'm like, the house is... Okay, so first off, April, this house is amazing. Uh, the only problem is is that it's so big uh-huh. that you can't, like, watch everyone at once. So I'm, like, kind of, like, half playing cameraman and watching my, <laughs> my like... So, because, like, okay, I got my, this computer, like, six or seven years ago, and Sims 4 is, like, came out, like, two or three years ago. So the game itself is a pretty taxing game. When I'm, when I'm playing by my, like, on my, on my computer, on my own computer, like, not streaming and not on Skype, it's fine. But when you, like, add all these things, it's, like... Hold it together. Uh, and it's pretty funny. April's making a comment in the Twitch chat saying, uh, she's thankful that she like, they like the, the Sims like the, out, I'm sorry, the indoor pool and the computer room. And she's also commented, I may have gone a bit overboard with the house, ellipses, the hallway coffee and cappuccino bar was a bit excessive. But it's <laughs> funny because like the first, the, the thing I was very amused by and I didn't want to interrupt the conversation at the time was that the first thing, like all the other Sims who are like literally like Look like something like a, a wily, wily coyote kind of like exploded, like the dirty kind of like disgusting look went straight for the massive amounts of showers and tubs in the house. What does Ryan do? Ryan goes straight for that coffee and a catch cappuccino bar. Yes. I got myself a coffee. I was yeah. like, oh, this Ryan's perfect. Yay. This is exactly what Ryan would do. And oh, here's Ryan's perfect. We'll put that in the intro as well. We're but. watching Scott take a shower. Is that what you said? This is a very yes, strange conversation. Kind of um, but <laughs> yes. But thank you again to April. Uh, thank you, April. I, I I need to get some more RAM or something. I don't know because this is an amazing house. Want we'll to figure something else out? I'll figure something out that hopefully will allow me to run it and not because I, I guess apparently the stream has gone down a couple different times and it's lagged pretty hard. So mm. yeah, we'll figure something out. Um, yeah. It'd be fun to even, um, without actually streaming or whatever, just be able to come in and play ourselves in this this game. I don't know if that's even possible. Unfortunately, to have not. People playing Sims at once. But yeah, it's very much a not if we were player game. unless we were actually there. But yeah, I mean, one of the things we could probably do, and this would be more of a poof of plays than a, a point of the weekly live, uh, is that I could just bring up the game and then we can, you know, people in chat can tell me what to do. And just just like uh, John Barrowman and uh, Matt Smith, I can be your monkey and move the Sims around to your to your delight. Uh, but yeah, so you seem to have done a fairly good job of enjoy, of uh, designing them to be somewhat like us. Yeah, I, like that's that was the, that's the awkward thing about it is like let me pick things that kind of look like people and hopefully not offend people. So <laughs> it's like, but I mean, I was amused by. 
apart from the fact that I would probably never actually be on an exercise machine like that at all, um, mm -hmm. I was appropriately weak trying to make the machine go, like his arms are shaking trying to put the thing together. Yeah, that's because yeah. you're just a new <laughs> Eventually, you're going you're gonna to have rock-hard muscles and washboard abs, and yeah, eventually. Because they, yeah. they seem to be better in this house. They're not killing themselves. This is good. Yeah, we're in favor of that. My uh, computer fluxed right there, and, and it sounded like Bob said that Scott was going to have a rock-hard ass. That, too. That, too. This is just uncomfortable for like this whole episode. <laughs> I'm glad we're all in agreement. <laughs> all right. So, oh, something April is adding. Most houses don't have basement movie theaters, home gyms, indoor pools, and music rooms. Thank you, happen. April. Anyhow, it's very awesome. cool. Very cool. We're going to get no work done. We're just going to be staring at the house. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like paradigm of uncertainty. It's the paradigm house. Exactly, it's it is kind of is. Yeah. I'll, I'll be in I'll be I'll be in recycling room B six. Remember where we were? Yeah, <laughs> the ballroom. We all do the dance. There needs to be a dance. We have all we all have our mahogany desks. <laughs> yeah, actually, there is desks. Let me, let me show them off. There is all desks. You, you didn't notice. You need them to to make our uh, characters ballroom dance. I well, not ballroom not dance. Sure. What was it? Was it, it wasn't ballroom dancing, was it? Well, what kind of dancing was it? What do you think? Uh, no, they do that swing Fair dancing. Enough. Harry and swing uh, Hermione swing dance to make right. some more <laughs> Remember that? Okay, so this is a really mental... I want to take a picture, screenshot of this. Because you yeah, have... Yeah, because I can't see it. No, I know, no, no. Because it's funny. It's because you have Ryan, who's only wearing... For some reason, Ryan only likes wearing his boxers and his bunny slippers. But he's... Pretty <laughs> simple. He is, he is at his computer playing The Sims. Playing The Sims. Very meta. But he's all, what's also very amusing is that... The, the, well, no, what's amusing to me is that there's also a box of tissue paper right next to uh, a Kleenexes, right next to his computer. I wonder what Ryan uses that for. Uh, not going to not gonna comment further, but uh, yeah, so. Yeah, we just all like to play The Sims, apparently. We do. Yes. Oh, Talks my place is on better. fire, too. Yeah. I think it's so, a um, cycling uh, sort of screen paper for Sims thing. It's uh, Yeah, all the games are not actually all of them look the same. But <laughs> kind of fun. All right. So fun things. Um, mm -hmm. One of the things that Geek and Sundry has come out with in the last couple of weeks, um, I guess one of their things that they do just in general uh, for a little while, they've had a little series of D&D &D character sheets of characters, other things. So they have like anime characters and various other things like that. But they have now come out with two of them that are, D and D character sheets for Harry Potter characters. So what addition? It's kind of fun. Uh, I think it's five E, and they've decided things like um, Ron is the bard because he's the one that just sort of encourages other people to fight around him. Dumbledore and Voldemort like are both Voldemort sorcerers one. because they uh, kind no, of use their no. No, it was Dumbledore and um, right. That's right. Dumbledore and someone else. I think Harry was a sorcerer as well because they have the internal power source that they're using. They're not studying so much for their uh, magic, whereas the others are wizards because they have to learn everything to make it work. Let's see if I can find them here. I, I like that Dumbledore has uh, quite a few more hit points than Voldemort does. I really like Luna. Luna is a wizard. She's uh, chaotic good. And uh, some of her spells are Dancing Lights, Minor Illusion, uh, Witch Bolt. Yeah. So and she can see invisibility because she sees all the things that no one else does. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, but she's only got 32 hit points, so she's going down pretty quick. What level are they? Let's see. They they start off with most of them being level 5. Dumbledore yeah. is level 15, I believe. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, he's a level 15 sorcerer. His background being sage. He's a chaotic good character. Uh, Draco is a level 5 wizard. He's chaotic neutral, which also makes sense for him. Snape is a warlock, level 8. He is chaotic neutral. And his race is half-elf. Love that. He only has <laughs> 51 hit points. Mm -hmm. Neville is a got... druid. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Who's also a folk hero. Oh, uh, cool. Who else was different? Hermione's a wizard and a, and a sage. Um, she has a message spell and firebolts and things like that. Yeah, Harry's a sorcerer because he relies more on his internal power than studying. That makes sense. And That's pretty much all of them. But they're really cool. And they have Fred and George as well. Mm -hmm. And they, they are slightly different characters from each other, which I like. George is an artisan uh, because he's more into the building things and making the pranks work. And Fred is an entertainer because that's his big thing. But they're both rogues, of course. Of course. But yeah, it's kind of fun. I'm not entirely sure how you would actually use these characters in a thing, but it's still fun. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, dancing lights. I mean, Minor Illusion I could probably figure out. But maybe a lot some of... of these are actual spells, too, that I just don't know. Yes, a lot of these are the sort of early level spells that you would get in D&D, uh, things that you could do. Mm -hmm. And the person who wrote this, you know, it recommends that you don't actually play Voldemort unless you're playing, a, your whole group is playing an evil campaign. But, yeah. you know. You really would have to at that point, I think. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't. Like, oh, you have Dumbledore and, and uh, Voldemort in the same party. That'd be a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, unfortunately, I'm going to do this, guys. I'm going to have to be taking yeah, off in a moment. Yeah. We're over yeah, in we're Danielle's long since, like, fallen asleep yeah. podcast. And Danielle's in bed, and if the baby starts crying, i got to jump on that. So we may have to cut this to a close. Yeah. yeah I think talking about the con wouldn't take enough time. Yeah, I was going to say that, that that took plenty of time. Just enough time. But anywho, so I think that's going to do it for this week's episode of Point of View Weekly. We hope you enjoyed listening, whether you're listening on uh, or watching us on Twitch or listening to the MP3 and from one of the various podcatcher feeds. Um, we, well, as I mentioned before, hope you enjoyed. Uh, we'll be, be podcasting in probably about two weeks. Uh, as to when, we don't know. We'll let you know on the Facebook group or on the Twitch front pay, uh, page thing where you put schedule stuff. We're going to get better about doing that. At least, oh, okay, I'll get better about doing that. But anywho, all right. So, from all of us here at the Potterfic Weekly Studios in Fargo, North Dakota, I'm Bob. I'm Ryan. I'm Scott. And I'm Sue. And Danielle somewhere. And we'll at one point, she was, like, tipping over. I'm like, go to bed. Just go to bed. Go to bed. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Good night. Bye. Good night.